but we make a big deal out of it. Why? Because it's an action step in the right direction. It's a building block. It's a little thing that they're doing on the path toward what we want them to do. And so if we encourage that, guess what's gonna get easier? The next step after that. Hey mama, what do you think of when you hear the word success? Fame, status, and fortune? What about rocking your baby to sleep or coaching Little League? Advocating for your special needs child or mastering meal planning? Maybe going back to school or starting your own business? The truth is success looks different for us all and it may change depending on the season of life you're in. After finding myself in a dark place, I decided to set an example for my two boys by intentionally choosing what I wanted for my life and seeking it, even if it was scary. And now I'm so excited to bring you stories of other moms who are living out their version of success. I plan to ask these incredible women not only about their journeys, but how they are making it through the madness and the magic that we all know as motherhood. So, whether your assistant just brought you a hot espresso or you're rocking your baby on a third cup of reheated coffee, settle in and get ready for some goodness. I'm Shannon Carruthers, and this is the Successful Mama Podcast. Hey there, Mama. You are now listening to episode 20 of the Successful Mama Podcast, and I'm so excited you're here. I wanted to start and just share some really cool news with you. So I was looking back on the numbers of the podcast the other day, and in the month of June, this is crazy, the month of June finished out with 68.9% more downloads than the month of May. Like, I'm letting that sink in, that we had almost 70% more downloads in June than we did in May. That is insane. So I just want to say thank you because what that tells me is, number one, you are loving what you're hearing from these incredible moms that are coming on and sharing their stories, which I totally understand. I feel the same way. I've been impacted by them greatly. It means that you are listening regularly. So thank you for that. And thank you for sharing because you're clearly passing that along as well. So whether you're sending this through a text or just telling a friend or sharing it on your stories, all of those things, I'm so grateful and it is really helping the podcast grow. And that's the mission, that's the goal, is that I want this to reach the moms that need to hear it. And the only way to do that is to pass it along to let as many people hear it as they can. This episode, we're gonna be talking about the small things and how they actually are not small. The small things tend to be the big things. So why they matter and also action steps, things you can do to Make sure you're paying attention to these small things in your daily life. So let's get into it. And if you're not familiar with me, maybe you're new here. If so, welcome. I'm glad you're listening. Um, I'm Shannon Carruthers. I'm a, a habit and success coach for moms. I work with moms specifically on being intentional in their lives and creating a life that they love, even in the chaos of motherhood. To do that, we focus on small actions building positive habits. And if you know me for more than five minutes, you'll know that I love talking about habits and just really focusing on the big picture, the things that they want and what success means to them. I also host this podcast and I have workshops that I conduct for businesses where we talk about habits in the workplace. And so I have all of these different things that I'm doing and I was trying to figure out, okay, if I have a company that houses the rest of these smaller businesses that I'm running, what would the name of that be? And I mean, the obvious choice where I went to first was my name, Carruthers, Carruthers Co. That was something that 
my friend Megan Nivens Tannett from Flourish, which is a marketing agency in the Huntsville, Alabama area. They're amazing, by the way. Here's a little plug for them. Go and check them out if you need some marketing. But she and I were talking and she was like, yeah, you could do like Carruthers Co., kind of like the Hollis Co., if you're familiar with Rachel Hollis. Um, And so I thought, okay, Carruthers Co., that sounds good. And then one day I was putting my dishes away and I thought, the little things, the little things. Because ultimately, whether we're talking about business, whether we're talking about motherhood or relationships, you know, with our friends or with our spouse, all of those things, and even accomplishments like personal achievement, all of those things come from the little things. We celebrate the big stuff. We pay attention when someone earns an award or makes a certain amount of money or, you know, when our kid does something, you know, unexpected that they've been working towards, that they've gotten an achievement. We pay attention to those and we focus on those when in reality, all of that comes from the little things, the small daily actions that we take. And so it only made sense to me that that should become the name and the the theme of my entire business. With that being said, I want to ask you, do you ever feel like at the end of the day, you just fall into bed and you're exhausted, obviously motherhood, but you feel like you didn't accomplish anything or like the day was just another ordinary day. I know that I feel like that a lot. Another thing that I was thinking about is like summertime and how I love seeing all my friends who are going on these big trips to Hawaii or Disney World or just the local beach, not local, but local-ish, closer beach than Hawaii, obviously, but going on these big trips with their families and they look amazing and magical and such a big part of me is like, man, I wish I could be there. I'm so happy for them, but that's just not in the cards for us this year. And so I'm having to remind myself that these days that feel very ordinary are actually important. They matter a lot more than I give credit to. So I was thinking about my husband and I, our relationship, because the last last week we had our 15th anniversary and we had been together for two years before that. And so we we you know, been through a lot. There's a lot of milestones, a lot of uh, big and small moments there. But I was trying to think of when I fell in love with him. And obviously, for me, it was a little bit different, because I will say that after our very first date, I went home and I told my best friend, I was like, I'm going to marry him someday. And while that was where I fell in love with him, that wasn't what made our relationship. That wasn't what built 15 years of us being together. It was the little things. It was the way he looked at me. It was the way that he, you know, was kind and listened to me when I was having a bad day. It was the way that he thought to go get me coffee when I needed something, a pick me up, and I didn't even have to ask. All of those little things, the the little conversations, the big conversations, but all of those small things that added up and that led us to this 15 years and this relationship we've built on all of those small pieces. But in the moment, what I have said Oh, you bringing me coffee is so important. Absolutely not. But like, I see the value in that now. All right, so let's take a second and get into the action steps that you can take. And more so, I mean, like, what are the things you can do to make sure you're paying attention to these little things in your life and utilizing them to the fullest to create this life that you want to build? Number one is practicing gratitude. Now, if I ask you, are you grateful for the things in your life? My guess is you would say yes. 
I think we all are grateful. We're grateful for our health. We're grateful for our family. We're grateful for our home and all the things around us. But there's a difference between being grateful and practicing gratitude. And let me tell you what I mean by that. So years ago, I heard Brene Brown, who is a shame researcher. She's amazing. You should go check her out. She has a great TED Talk, by the way. If you haven't watched that, I would highly recommend it. But she talked about how she could go out and buy a new pair of yoga pants and put those on and wear them every day. And she could get a yoga mat and she could go and, you know, wear those around. But just because she does those things and she likes yoga and she thinks yoga is good, it doesn't mean she's practicing yoga. It's very different to put on a pair of pants than it is to actually go and do yoga. And so in the same way, gratitude is very similar because we can we can have this idea that we are grateful. And when we really stop and think about it, of course we are. We have lots to be thankful for, no matter the situations that we're in in this life. We all have something to be grateful for, but the practice of it, the, the step, the, the verb of doing the thing, of being grateful, looks very differently. And so for me, what that looked like was when I first hit my rock bottom and I decided, okay, I need to change. Um, I talked about in maybe episode 10, you can go back and listen, but I talked about how my very first habit was that I emptied my coffee maker as soon as I was done using it. But the next thing that I did, the next habit that I put into place was I decided I wanted to keep a planner. And I had done this 10,000 times before. How many of you, and I know it's a bunch because you have told me this, how many of you have gotten a planner and you're all excited and you write in it for a few weeks or even a few months and then you fall off the wagon? That is exactly what I had done for years. And I knew that I wanted to start being in my planner every single day. But I also, in addition to keeping my planner, was I wanted to practice gratitude. And so every day I decided to sit down and write five things that I was grateful for that was specific to that day. So maybe it was, you know, it's not my kids are healthy or my, my house or my family. It was something specific. It was more in detail. So for me, that was the freckles on my little boy's nose when he smiles or the way that the sun felt when I walked outside, like looking for those little moments throughout my day that actually brought me joy. And so what happened is I started writing these things every morning and I got into the practice of this. And I realized that I started, as I would walk outside, I would look for things to be grateful for. I would go throughout my day paying more attention to what was good because I knew I was going to have to have something to write in my planner for the next day. And so once we start practicing gratitude, what happens is we begin to shift our mindset and we start to actually pay attention to the things that bring us joy. Now, maybe you're not someone who wants to sit down and write in a planner every day. That's okay. There's a lot of great ways that you can do this. And maybe one of them is just saying them out loud as you notice them. Or maybe it's at dinner time, you sit around the table together and you go around and you ask each person to say something you're grateful for from the day. That's teaching this and passing this along to your kids so they're seeing it as well. Number two is embracing mindfulness. And what I'm talking about is like the importance of being present and being fully engaged with the environment around you, with the little things that are happening around you. 
Now, this is similar to gratitude because it takes you paying attention, right? It's a lot of those things I just talked about in the Gratitude Act were being mindful, the way the sun feels on my skin, right? The freckles on my kid's nose. So those are getting a little more in-depth. But I think as we go throughout our days, it's so easy. We do the same thing all the time and everything just gets old after a while and stale, right? Earlier this week, we had a hailstorm and we haven't had one in several years. And we went outside and the kids were just like, it was like magic. There was ice falling from the sky. What on earth? It was the craziest thing. And like their minds were just blown. They were laughing and playing and putting their hands out so they could feel the ice as it came down. And how is it summer and hot, but we have ice, just all of these things. And it reminded me to step back and look at things through the eyes of my kids. How often do they get excited about the little things that we just overlook because we're so used to seeing them all the time? One way that I've started doing this in my daily life is by doing something called sky before screens. And that is where in the morning when I get up, before I look at my phone, are you a doom scroller? Do you look at your phone and then get lost in it and 30 minutes later not realize that you are now late for whatever it was you needed to get ready for? And so what I do is I get up, I grab my phone and my water off my nightstand and I go to the living room, and sit them in the chair and I go outside. And I just stand on my deck, I will do some stretches, I will do a little exercise just for a couple minutes to be outside. But while I'm doing that, I'm paying attention to the birds and the way they sound and the way the wind is moving the trees. I'm paying attention to what the colors of the sky are and to my neighbor's rooster as it crows over and over again. You can be mindful by paying attention to the way your soap smells in the shower, like little things that we overlook. All right, number three is acts of kindness. Our actions matter, and they affect those around us so much more than we give credit for a lot of the times. I know that we're busy. I know life is chaotic, and you are overwhelmed, and all the things are always on your plate. But something little that you can do for someone else can change the trajectory of their day or their week, or their life. I recently went to an event where Michelle Epling, who is the executive director of the Madison Chamber of Commerce, and she gave out these $5 gift cards to Duncan. She gave one to everybody in the room. And she said that she kept these in her purse. She just kept a stack of random like $5 gift cards, and she would give them out to someone whenever she felt like they needed a pick-me-up. Whether this is a stranger or a friend, it doesn't matter. Like, How awesome would it feel if you're having a bad day and someone brought you a $5 gift card to a coffee place or a donut place? Maybe you're not a coffee girl. It's such a small act of kindness, so little, and it's it's five bucks, right? But doing that can make a big difference in someone's life. I also love, I usually tend to do it around holidays, but I love to go when I'm grocery shopping and pick up a bouquet of flowers And then I will pay for it as I check out and give it to the cashier and tell them to find someone coming through their line who looks like they need a boost, who looks like they need something happy. And I don't get to experience them getting the flowers, but I always get to see the cashier and, you know, the bagger, if there's someone there helping, their excitement at this idea of getting to give this to someone else. Like, it's the little things that matter. And I know 
these two examples that I just gave are things where you have to buy something for someone else. But that's not even what I'm talking about here. It's just doing something little. And so one of the things that we often tell our kids is how can I make today better for someone else? What is something small I can do to make someone else happy? That can be a small gesture for a friend or for your child or for your spouse, something that you don't normally do that just lets them know you're thinking of them. All right, number four is recognize and celebrate the little things. You know, we talk about, we celebrate the milestones, the big things, the accomplishments. And yet, I think it's really important that we stop and start celebrating the little things along the way as well. Now, I want you to think about when you were potty training your kiddo, or if you're not there yet, you've probably seen the steps of what you should do to potty train your kid. The very first thing that I remember is when I would go and sit on the potty, I would have a little toilet seat in there and they would come and they would sit fully clothed on that little toilet. Now, did they do anything major? Absolutely not. They literally just sat down. But we made the biggest deal out of it. Like we cheer, we get so excited. We give a a little, you know, an M&M or something to reward them and say, yes, you are doing the right thing. You sat on the potty. (laughs) And I know it sounds silly to compare like your life to sitting on a potty, but the truth is it's such a little thing and it's not a big milestone. Like they didn't do anything but sit down, but we make a big deal out of it. Why? Because it's an action step in the right direction. It's a building block. It's a little thing that they're doing on the path toward what we want them to do. And so if we encourage that, guess what's going to get easier? The next step after that. And then the next one until they reach that big point where they start using the bathroom and we don't have any more diapers, which is the best feeling ever. And so I just want to remind you that while you're going through your everyday life, give yourself credit for the little things. If you learned a new skill, or maybe maybe you just learned a new topic. Maybe your child has a diagnosis that you need to learn more about. And so you have started studying and learning about every single facet and little piece of information about this thing that they're dealing with. That is an accomplishment. Like you are learning something. And yet I know it's the thing that we do because we're moms, because we are responsible for them and we love them and we want to help them however we can. But that's still a little thing that is an achievement. Give yourself credit for the little things you do throughout your day because they are not little. One of my favorite ways to do this is I know we love our to-do lists. We write down all the things that we have to do. You may have heard me mention this in the podcast before, but I like to do a done list. Rather than writing down all the things I have to do for the day, I start writing down the things I actually did because At the end of the day, we talked about this at the beginning, you fall in bed and you feel like you've not gotten anything done. But the truth is you haven't gotten anything big done. You've gotten a lot of little things done, whether you realize it or not. And so we're going to start paying attention to those and recognizing and celebrating, hey, I actually kept the kids alive today. That's a big accomplishment some days. Or, hey, you know what? I was in a difficult situation with my youngest and he was screaming and I kept my cool. That is an accomplishment worth celebrating. All right, number five. This is a fun one. Create traditions or rituals. Now, I don't know about you, but I loved watching 
Saturday morning cartoons growing up. That was the thing you would get in front of the TV because you knew that Saturday morning cartoons were coming on. And one of my favorite things that I loved was that a lot of days my dad would sit down and watch those with us. And I still, to this day, think back on when I'm sitting down watching cartoons with my boys, I can't help but be triggered and remember all of those times that my dad sat down with us to watch cartoons. It's such a little thing, but it still is such a special memory for me. One of the things we started doing recently at our house is Friday night pancakes. Now, I don't know about you, but I hate meal planning. I'm not the best at it, and I often don't know what to cook. My husband's family did like Friday night pizza night growing up. And so I thought, well, that'll be fun. But then but then at our house, I realized that we have indigestion issues and pizza is not really the best for us. Not to mention that Friday is pizza day at school during the school year. And so we couldn't continue that. But we decided to do Friday night pancakes because it is something my boys love and they love to make them. And so we spend the time together making the pancakes and getting to enjoy them. And here's another funny part of it is that At some point, I started pulling out, we had a Mrs. Butterworth bottle. That's not even the brand I usually buy, but that's what we had at the time. And I pulled her out several years ago and I started talking in this terrible British voice. It's not good. It's not actually British, but it's just some rendition of, yeah. Anyway, Mrs. Butterworth began talking with the boys and having this, you know, this storyline and communicating with them and that has stuck. So anytime we have pancakes, and sometimes when we don't, they'll say, what's Mrs. Butterworth doing today? And so I keep this bottle that has now been washed and refilled or just washed and has sat in our cabinet. She stays because she has become a silly little tradition that we we do on the regular. In fact, here's a little fun side note. When my husband and I were celebrating our anniversary, we went out and in one of the booths, we actually found a Mrs. Butterworth old bottle from like mid 70s and so it's a glass Mrs. Butterworth bottle it has a label on it I paid way more for it than I would like to say but it has become such a fun tradition a little thing that's special to our family so I want you to think about what are the little things that you could do to create traditions or rituals with your family it provides structure it gives expectation to your kids it gives you all something to look forward to I would highly recommend it And if you have a memory from your childhood that was such a special tradition or maybe something that you're doing with your kiddos now, I would really love to hear about it. So with that, just a little recap, remember the little things aren't little. Whether we are talking about relationships or business or family or habits, the little things add up and it makes a difference and it it is what truly makes our lives beautiful and full. Remember, Mama, that those little ones are watching you. And so if you want them to be better, the best advice I can give you is that you be better yourself. That is the entire point of why I do what I do, because I know that if I can serve one mom, if I can impact one mom and she is able then to pass that along to her kids or her husband is affected by it or her friends are affected by it or her family members, it all is a ripple effect. Those small things add up. With that, I'm going to leave you for the week. I hope you have a great one, and we will see you next time on the Successful Mama podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Successful Mama podcast. 
For more information, head on over to SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com where you can find show notes and all of the links mentioned in today's episode. Tap that share button and remember to tag at Successful Mama Podcast. And make sure to go leave a review. It really does help. A special thanks to Will Carruthers. Until next time, remember, Mama, success looks more than one way, and it's up to you to define it. <laughs>